Welcome to the Burgundy Gold Knuckleheads podcast. As always, sitting right over there is my main man, Reggie. Uh, Reggie, it, uh, an- another frustrating uh, post game. <laughs> to say well, the least, I'm, be- I'm being mild, you know. Well, Ken, as you can see, it says here that I am at a loss for words. And, I, I find uh, that hard to I find that hard to believe. First of all, with my main <laughs> man Reggie, <laughs> you know, you know, man, um, I got a lot of thoughts, I should say, but trying to put it all into words and um, how I feel about this team and where we are sitting at uh, one and four to realize that we are truly the bottom, not only the bottom of our division. We want we're, record-wise, we're one of the worst teams in the NFL. There's 32 teams right, in this right. league, and we're probably one of the bottom five teams. In the, in well, the league. for those that, uh, yeah, I'm sure most people, most of our listeners um, watch the game, but for those that didn't, uh, just rattle off a few stats. Um, Washington lost the game 21 17. Um, the Titans didn't have a offensively for their 21 points, didn't put up a whole lot of yards. Uh, they had a total of 241 yards for the day. Nothing great. Tannehill was 15 of 25 for 181 yards. He was sacked five times. Uh, Derrick Henry, he did have 102 yards, but he ran the ball 28 times. That's a lot of rushes. Uh, yeah. He only had a, he only had an average of 3.6 yards a carry. So the the defense, um, I would say, you know, ha- had a couple, bre- I'm not going to say breaking points, but points where they gave up plays or whatever. Um, but overall, they didn't play too bad. Washington, on the other hand, uh, let me just finish real quick. Washington, on the other hand, Wentz went uh, 25 for 38, uh, actually threw 66%. So for for Carson, that's a, a decent uh, completion percentage for 359 yards. He was sacked three times, uh, rushed, you know, hurried up and rushed a handful of times more than that. Our running backs, our running backs between Robinson and Gibson combined only had 12 carries, 12 carries for the day for 28 yards. Um, and a couple of the couple of the backbreakers from a stats perspective, Washington, like we did against Dallas, we had nine penalties. I think I think in uh, Dallas we had either ten or eleven. I think, I think it was eleven. Eleven. And but again, a lot of penalties were normally you know a good game you'd have three or four. Uh, and then third down efficiency, we were one for eleven, and that one came on the final drive of the game with roughly two minutes or less in the game before we picked up our first third down conversion. Um, those, those are the numbers. They, in, in some, in some ways they don't really reflect the game. Uh, you Wentz throwing 66% uh, completion for 359 yards. You would have thought we were 20 points. You know, we would have scored 20 points or more, um, but we didn't. Man, listen, I mean, I, th- those were a lot of my notes that I had down here uh, that you mentioned. The only bright spot that came from this game is that the defense played well. The defense, in my opinion, gave us a chance for another week in a row where if the offense was able to do a little something, I think we win the game. 
yeah. but the defense overall played well. 100, 100 yards for a guy like um, uh, Derrick Henry, you, you consider that a success. Uh, it took 28 carries to your point to get to 100, which means there were not a lot of big runs by Derrick Henry, which we know he can do. Um, oh, oh, yeah. So, so to me, that's to me the only bright spot of the game was the defense. Um, uh, it was interesting that uh, William Jackson was now on the field. Uh, the sideline reporter mentioned that uh, apparently this was coach's decision. So it sounds as if uh, they've benched him at least for that game. Um, penalties. You talk about penalties. Penalties stall drives. I don't. I don't need to beat that. Uh, beat that to death. But we saw. If you watched the game, you saw that. Penalties seem to come at uh, crucial times, and it stalled drives, knock you out of field goal, um, uh, 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 field goal range, and then there were times where um, a big game was negated due to due to a penalty. Right. Um, and it breaks up the rhythm, it, right? It, you, it, you, it, you 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 first down, you throw a you know a pass, and let's just say you pick up seven or eight yards. You're second and short. And turns out there was a holding penalty, and now all of a sudden you're at first and twenty. Uh, it's a it's a big shift of uh, momentum and what you need to do to keep keep that drive going at that point. Well, and again, prior to prior to the one conversion on third down, we were we were zero for eleven um, on third down conversions, and it was eleven yards average to go on third down. So it was it was terrible. Again, we were in a lot of third and longs um, as the game went along. Yep, rushing the ball. Uh, I'm going to go down to this a few bit, but but yeah, here's the thing. Yeah. Um, Martin, I, I can't. I don't know his first name. Is the guy that they brought in as the center? Right. I, I don't know why the second week in a row a center is snapping the ball, um, dragging the ground, bat snaps yeah. to to, yeah. to Carson Wentz. This, this is the NFL center, right? You This is not like another um, lineman, you know, right guard, left guard, right tackle, left tackle, that they just moved over the center. This guy's a center. Right. This guy's a center, and he doesn't know how to snap the ball. Yeah, L there's three, things. four. Yeah, three or four that uh, times for those that didn't didn't see the game uh, that, that were snapped at Carson's knees or below. Yeah. Uh, one or two that he dropped and scrambled on. Uh, one he actually made it made a, a, a really good play on to Carson's credit, but you know it, it the, the play yeah, one of them where he had, down immediately. Hit the ball on it. Yes. Yeah, there was one where the worm where he had to, you know, he 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 snapped the ball and it was low and and the only thing that uh, uh, Carson could do was fall on it, and it was it was a loss of a couple yardage on it, and yet that was a down that we lost because our because the quarterback had to. To uh, run it, uh, fall on the ball to keep the uh, defense from getting the possession. Um, the other thing, right? I've been harping on the O line right. protection for Carson Wentz. I gotta say, for the most part, they did okay today. But man, it was um, better. It was better. It, it, it wasn't was better. great, but it was better. But here's the thing: they made it. They made a move at right guard. Went from uh, Trey Turner to um, Sadiq Charles. Right. Brother, <laughs> the left guard, the left guard, which was anchored by Eric Flowers. They let Flowers Pretty, go. Last year, last year, yeah. Yep, and then they bring in this guy, uh, Norwell. Norwell. Probably a nice guy, right? Probably a nice, nice guy. 
But you're not getting paid to be a nice guy. You're getting paid to protect the quarterback. And, man, there was a – I mean, throughout the game, this guy is just getting beat. There's that one play they show. He's flat-footed. And the guy just two hands to the chest and just right. pushes him over, and boom, he was on Carson Wentz. I, yeah. I, 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 I'm at a loss for words, man. I, I don't – I don't understand at year three, this is the best we got. This is where we are at the three years, Ken. Yeah, and and I was thinking as I was kind of looking over the numbers and, and getting ready for this podcast, here we are at one and four, and we are a one and four team. No doubt. Right. Right. There's 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 years you might be, you know, two and five and you're like, man, we're better than the two and five team. We are no better than a one and four team right now. Right. We don't sad. we don't. Right. We don't deserve to have a, you know, a, a, a three and two record right now. We, we, we can't sit there and go, man, a couple of plays here and a couple of plays there. And we would have won two of the four games that we lost. That's not a fact. Right. We we deserve exactly to be a one and and four team. Uh, we, we, we played a, a decent game against Jacksonville to open up the season, and it's been downhill from there. I think we both uh, mentioned it. I mean, uh, from, from two perspectives, the, you know, the running backs only getting 12 carries from, from a running perspective. And, and, and I guess part of it might go down because go be connected to our third down efficiency is you don't get a rhythm from a running backs perspective and, and the, um, offensive line perspective, you have to get into a rhythm to start running the ball. You got to go ahead and be committed to it, to, to run the ball. And I think if we would have been running the ball, it would have helped us later in the game. If we would have, you know, if we would have ended the game instead of at 12 carries, we would have been at 24 carries. Right. Um, and, yeah. and we just, I'm going to disagree with you, man. I'm disagree I, with you. I, and I, I'm gonna tell you why I, I, I agree. We we just we're just a, an, an unbalanced, clearly a very very unbalanced team right there. Well, we're not only unbalanced, but we're very predictable, right? I mentioned to you when we're watching the game. That, that, was next, that was my next thing. When JD McKissick comes in the game, everybody knows we pass. When Brian right. Robinson was in the game, with the exception of maybe once or twice, we ran the ball. I mean, what the hell? I mean, what what the, what the hell's a dude name? Scott Turner. Scott Turner yeah. is calling plays. Like he's in high school, right? Like right. there's no there's no creativity from this guy calling the play. You 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 look at your counterparts on the other team, Scott, and everyone talks about these geniuses and these coordinators. I mean, for crying out loud, what the hell is that dude named that that's, that's the offense coordinator from Dallas? Kellen Moore. Kellen Moore's got more creativity with his sorry ass than. Then what Scott Turner can do, and Scott Turner is supposed to came from 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 the 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 lineage of of North Turner. North Turner should be looking slapping upside his head, like man, what the hell are you doing? This is well, awful, and, and, awful, yeah. awful play calling, Ken. And, and, and I first of all, I agree a hundred percent, right? I think on this particular game. Again, the, you know the the line could have blocked a little bit better. I think Wentz overall, Wentz didn't play a bad game. He had uh, a receiver or two that he just flat out missed, but overall, Wentz didn't play a bad game. Um, running backs didn't get a whole lot of opportunities. You know, for, and, and then when we were running the ball, but, but they should have, Ken, because the game was never I, out I of understand. control. 
The, the game never we got should, out of hand. We should have been, we we been running. But with our running backs, I, I guarantee you, out of the 12 running plays, um, I bet you 10 of them were between the tackles. Right? We, we didn't give Robinson – uh, you know, with his quickness and moves that we saw in the preseason, we didn't give him a chance to even use any of those. The, he, he had one initially, I think it might have been his first carry, where he, he uh, took it around the outside and and took some yards, but I think there was a, a false start or a holding penalty that brought it back. Again, uh, penalty I mean, that brought I'm, it back. Yeah, I mean, I'll give Carson Wentz credit on, on the one where there was a, a handoff, I believe it was, again, to Brian Robinson and Carson Wentz, uh, Kind of wasn't planning on blocking, but he he hustled his butt down and and threw a block and what would have been yep. a, a a no gain at all because of Wentz is probably four to six yard pickup. So again, as you know, as anybody that listens to this knows, I'm critical of Carson Wentz, and he could have played a little bit better, but Carson Wentz was not the reason why we lost this game. Um, I, I to, and to your point of what you said a minute ago, I think the coaching staff. Uh, they they deserve a uh, probably an F for this game. Uh, the way the way it was called, the way it was uh, everything was set up on it. Um, I think even the handling of the challenge that um, Rivera had the challenge. I mean, I don't know who's in his ear looking at this plays on instant replay like what what you and i see you know they're, they're watching tv monitors there's people watching the tv monitors that tell them and at that point of the game that 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 wasn't going to get reversed and we needed that timeout. um and, and i think rivera's challenging uh at least this year and probably even going to the last year his winning of challenges is dismal percentage Right, he, I, 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 I'd, I'd be interested in, in, in finding out uh, between last year and this year, his challenges is probably twenty percent. I, 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 I don't care. I don't give a damn. It does, about it that. does care. But it does, nah. Reggie, because that means that means you're control. You you know what's going on in the game, whether you call it early, whether you call it late. I mean, the the uh, game before he couldn't even get the flag out of his pocket to make the challenge. And yeah, this is yeah, the head, yeah, this is the yeah. head coach. This I get is the it. Head coach. I get it. I get it. And I know that in the in the in the in the I guess the big scheme of this thing, yeah, those are problems that you look at. But for me, listen, we we got bigger problems than whether or not he he threw the challenge flag on that thing. Because here's my thing: this I, our, our coaching staff, that. our coaching staff looks like the game has passed them by. We we look like we hired the the, the the dudes from the 70s to come and coach in today's NFL. That that's how that's how disconnected our coordinators look, right? It looks like Ron doesn't know how to how to be a head coach in this league right now in today's game. It looks like Scott Turner is like he promoted his 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 son-in-law to come and call plays. Well, Why? Because he's Scott- just going to keep it in the business. But let me let me finish. Because ahead, here's the thing: right. if you have watched this team play the last three weeks even four weeks, one thing you knew is that the offensive line was an issue blocking for the quarterback. Yes or no? Absolutely. Okay. So why would you go into this game plan, as you just pointed out, 12 rushes by our running back as a as a collective group, and Carson Wentz dropped back in for 38 pass attempts. 38. And again, we were never out of this game, Ken. This was not a situation no, where we correct, had to abandon the correct. run. 
abandon our game plan and try to throw ourselves back into this game. We were never out of the game. So well, therefore, help yeah. me understand why you got a guy where you got offensive line issues the past three weeks, but instead you choose and elect to drop back and pass the ball 38 times. Not only did you pass it 38 times, it was very predictable to the other opponent that you was getting ready to pass. Hell, I could see we was getting ready to pass. All right. And I don't well, want to hear this thing. I don't want to hear Ron talk about, well, you know, it wouldn't have been different if, you know, we haven't got the penalties and we would have been in instead of the third and long. Man, I don't want to hear that. You couldn't even convert them. Except right. for the last drive of the game, you converted your first third down. What happened to all the other three, three quarters, three and a half quarters? So, again, something is wrong. And I'm going to say it again. Everybody talks about it. At the end of the day, these are Ron Rivera decisions. Every single one of them. Well, it, it, to every your, single to one point, of them. To your point, um, I, I think, and it's funny that you had mentioned it because that's where I was going with um, Scott Turner. Scott Turner is—he's not forty years old. I don't believe so. Right he, from from an offensive coordinator perspective, he's a young offensive coordinator. Normally, okay. your offensive, your young offensive coordinators. And I don't care. In the 70s, your young offensive coordinators were much more aggressive than your 50s and 60-year-old yep. offensive coordinators, right? It's just that's how how you are when you're 35, 37 years old. I don't I don't see that in, in Scott Turner. Scott Turner looks like a 60-year-old play caller, to your point, that is running a system that his dad did in the 90s and hasn't updated it to today's game a perfect example of our offensive coordinator versus the titans offensive coordinator is uh derrick henry in the flat well all i was gonna what i was gonna say is we in the first quarter quarter and a half and really kind of throughout the game we were putting a lot of pressure on Tannehill. So what did they do? They used our aggressiveness that you, you pointed it out during the game. They used our aggressiveness for delayed screens and picked up some good yards on it. I mean, I, I think yep. they picked up a touchdown, one of the touchdowns, when they ran that basically the same play almost back-to-back -back and they did. did that, right? Why isn't Washington doing that? Or why can't they? Even when they try, they look like they're – like, like they don't know what to do. Like yeah, we never like practice this play. It's it's like Benny Hill, uh, you know, something, some kind of skit that's going on. And again, I, I I find it hard to believe that Scott Turner is this conservative on his play calling that he has minimal creativity that we see. You you can say the offensive line doesn't let me play, doesn't let me run the offense that I want to run, fair enough. You're not going to change the offensive line this year, so you better change your play calling, right? These these these, these offensive playbooks are, you know, a, a, as thick as a dictionary, right? There's not, there's not 17 plays in there. There's hundreds upon hundreds of plays. You, maybe you got to maybe you got to take out those generic plays that you have because those aren't going to work for you to set something else up. Okay, it's um, situation. It's situational football, man. Right? They right. talk and about then, the coaching staff yes. talks about situational football all the time. So guess what? To your point. To your point. Um, and 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 it go back to it when when they when we were getting pressure on on uh, uh, Tan Ryan Tan here early in the game. You're right. You're 100 right. Um, Montez Sweat finally showed up and the defense was getting there. And so what they did was they they 
they used the aggressiveness against us. Right. Absolutely right. And so they allow some some screenplay. We we seem to not do anything of the source, right? right Scott Turner. Right. Scott Turner, I, I just don't understand. And and maybe I don't know. I, I don't I don't want to say that Ron told him to do this, but I because I feel like Ron brings people in and he let them kind of do their own thing. You know, this is what you want to do. I'm fine right. with it, whatever. But Scott Turner, man, oh fuck, man. This this guy has no <laughs> Y'all so irritated with this with this mess, man. You almost made well, you know, me sh- well, you know, on on this thing here, but well, you I, know, I just, it's, it's it's funny because when, when you when you and I'll go back, I guess four or five five years ago, roughly, right? We were having a lot of problems with our injuries, and people would ask you and I, "What do you think of um, Gruden? What do you think of Jay Gruden? No, Jay Gruden at the time, back five years ago, and okay. and there was a point." Uh, not as last year, but the prior to that, where we would go, we're not sure about him and and the offense that he's running because we had so many injuries, right? We have some injuries, but man, there is no creativity. You're talking about a, I mean, and he has Carson Wentz, which is an experienced quarterback, right? He, this is num- year number six, seven for him. So this isn't this isn't like he was handling. Uh, Heineke last year, where you have a, a more limited playbook, you're not sure about his skill set. Um, yes, Wentz, and, and just like any quarterback, Wentz or whoever else does have limitations. They have their strengths and weaknesses. But man, you you are you are not using the players' skills that are on the field to the best of their abilities, Mr. Scott Turner, and. And, and and we all jump on Jack Del Rio, and, and not that Del Rio hasn't doesn't deserve some of it, but man, it, 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 every single week this year, uh, maybe maybe, maybe <laughs> man, the first man, week, this, maybe the first week he, he he got a C plus or a B minus, but ever since then, Scott Turner deserves an F as a grade, and. I've got more problems with Scott Turner at this point than I do Jack Del Rio. And that says a lot. That says well, a lot. Well, it's because the defense looks like like they've made some type of change, made some kind of adjustment. It looks like the defense is, is doing something better. I think the defense is allowing us to, to be in games. It doesn't seem like we're losing games because of our defense right now. So all the focus is on the offense, right? And I, God, man, I, there's so much, well, I mean, there's so much, so much I want to say, man. I'm trying, I'm trying to be cool about well, this. Well, Del, well, Del but, Rio, but this, Del Rio ended up. I mean, to your point that you mentioned earlier, they they went ahead and set sat Jackson. Did he have a little tweak of an injury? I don't think so. They they recognized the problems on how he was covering people or uh, doing his role. Even maybe it was even in um, uh, when they do zone. And they said, you know, enough is enough. He only at at a certain point he'd only played three or four games, uh, three or four plays during the game. He may have been ro- rotating in more so uh, later in the game, but he wasn't used like he normally is. But I'm gonna say that's Ron though. Ron brought the guy in. The guys, the guys that man, the man corner, and yes, he brought him yes. in to play a, play predominantly zone. As but his strength is he's a man corner. Makes no sense to me i i i 
you know, I'm so frustrated, Ken, because again, I'm looking, I'm looking at the Eagles five and oh, the Giants four and one. Debo's in his first year, right? The Eagles guy five and oh is in his second year. And Ron is telling us to still be patient. This is not going to change overnight. No. Are you, are you, uh, the, are you the, the, freaking the, kidding me, man? Seriously. Well, I mean, he's changing his tune, right? Because it, we have patience if we're seeing progression. Where, where has the – offensively, where has the progression be, been? Okay, this week the offensive line was a little bit better. Okay, besides that, where was the progression? It, it, the progression should not be in the play calling, right? The, the coaches – and we talked about this last year um, – I don't want I don't want to I don't want my offensive coordinator to be learning as an offensive coordinator. He does that you know, you do that when you're the special teams coach. You do that when you're a positional coach, not when you're the offensive uh coordinator calling the plays along the way. Again, I don't know where Scott Turner is. We said before that we were kind of giving him a little bit of a break because he had Heineke and then you know some uh, Alex Smith with the broken leg, all the turnover. Right, we didn't have good wide receivers. Yeah, we 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 said he didn't have weapons. Right, but now giving him weapons, we said it. The fans said it. There's no excuse for Scott Turner this year because it's not like the offense is lacking weapons. Right, right. We got we have five tight ends, Ken. All we kept hearing all season was five tight ends that were capable of, of doing something, right? Doc Walker talks about it. Everybody Cooley. Everyone well, talks and, about and, and who, and who did Wentz they? love? Who did Wentz love when he was in uh, Philadelphia? Where are the tight, tight ends? ends. <laughs> where, where are they? Collectively, yeah. do they even have 10 receptions? Collectively? I'm sure, been, they, I'm, I'm sure I, they do. I'd venture to say they don't. I'm, I'm sure they do, but we've seen we've seen Bates. We've seen Amani Rogers, and I know he played because he got a damn damn penalty. And we've seen uh, Cole Turner in the game today. Right, Cole Turner had no catches. I know Bates had a couple, and we ain't oh, seen and we ain't seen a whole lot from Logan Thomas. I will venture to bet that they do well, not. Tom, Thomas have ten. Thomas was out, and I know uh, Turner had he was open for a ball, and it was about five and, and a half fine. feet above his That's head. That's fine, but I'm gonna say, I'm gonna say it again through five games. I bet you collectively our tight ends don't have 10 catches. Yeah, I, and I'm going I, I I'm going to go on the record and say you want to bet me? You want to bet me? Yeah, I got, I got no problem like, bet you. I got I got no problem betting you. I'll, I'll I'll take that bet and uh I'll come out of five five games that's two two catches per game. That's easy. That's easy money. I bet you they don't have no 10 catches combined. Well, bro. Well, knucklehead audience, uh, you, you just mark it down right here. We've got it documented, and Reggie will be buying me a new car after I win this bet. So, <laughs> uh, that's a negative, sir. Yeah, and we've we've got a quick turnaround for this week, also, to head to Chicago to play on Thursday night. Um, so we might lose the game. I know. And we might lose this game. Yeah, it's it's hard to believe that we're one and four and in what four or five days could potentially be one and five. And going up against the Green Bay team. Yeah, ten days later going against Green Bay. But I mean, I don't want to try to get too far ahead, but I don't care. Even even myself thought that 
we'd be, I gave a prediction of eight and nine. And I, and I thought we could possibly be better, but that was kind of my, my prediction because I, I wanted to wait and see the, our team prove it, right? That's what I've been saying. Hashtag prove it in the offseason and, and even now. And they've proven that they're not a good team right now. Could they be in another three or four weeks? Maybe, but there's going to need no. to be some serious Man, no. changes. No, no, no. I, I ain't trying to hear this. I ain't trying to hear this mess that Ron's teams play better in the second half. Just, no, no, just no. To that's, just, that's, that's, just that's, that's an excuse. Right, right, just to climb and claw our way back to be to be an eight and eighteen. Man, I'm not. I'm not trying to hear that. I'm done with that. I'm done with that, brother. Right. Well, eight, 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 eight and eight is a losing team. I don't care. I, you know, exactly. eight, eight and nine is a losing team. So I'm gonna ask you this, because this team is probably gonna be one and six, two and Ooh, five. So maybe you say, you say we're gonna be okay. One and six, two and five. That's what we're going to end up So, so you're, you're, you're projecting all the way, your Chicago game and... The Green Bay game. Green Bay we're not, game. We're so, not going to beat Green at, Bay. So, so two and five would mean we would split the split the next two games. Okay? Correct. But go ahead. Right. So at best, we beat Chicago. At worst, we lose to Chicago. So this team is going to end up being two and five or one and six. From a, from a conversational you, perspective. Okay, yeah. But I'm, but I'm going to ask you this. Yeah. This team ends up being one and six. All right. What do you do next? What, what's your next big move? You, you're the coach. You're coach, Ken. What's your next big move? Uh, me, me being coach would have, you know, would have been different this whole offseason. Um, no, I don't, no, I don't make any not. records about that. I mean, you're, you're, you're limited on what you can, I mean, what can you do? You can, uh, you're, you're the coach. I'm asking you. I'm asking I, you, coach. I, no, but I'm saying, but I'm saying, I've only got my 53 players. I can mix and match whatever 53 players there are. The probably the the, the item that most people are going to talk about is making a change at quarterback, right? That seems to be one of the more obvious things. Um, but with that being said, I don't know that with the play calling of Scott Turner that Heineke will be will do any better I, th I think it's from some aspects he he will do better than Wentz but again this game right here I can't knock Wentz too much again he missed on a couple but that's not my I, question I, I, I'm asking you Ken coach I, coach Ken you're, you're, we're you're one in six what do you what do you what would you do if the answer is nothing the answer is nothing but, but I'm asking you, what would you do? We're one and six. What would you do? If anything, I, I would look to potentially make a move at quarterback to who? for two, re for two reasons. Um, probably to Heineke. Why? And because I don't, I, I think in most situations, even if you have the number one pick and you take, Joe Burrow, as an example, um, in an ideal situation, you don't start him as a rookie right away. Um, he's still learning the NFL, the NFL speed. I think Heineke knows the system. I, I would put Heineke in and see if Heineke's creativity can spark something. Um I, I don't know that it would, but it's, again, you 
there's not a lot of changes that you can make at this point of the season that have impact, right? You can, you can swap out running backs, you know, um, uh, uh, Robinson is back and I, I anticipate that he's going to get a lot more carries. We're going to see a lot less of, of Gibson on first down and more of Robinson. Uh, they'll, they'll mix and match, but you know, I, I I, I I don't know. It's it's a little bit of a loss. I think um, it, this this is an off season potentially at, at one at one and six. This is potentially an off season big overhaul from 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 coaching staff. Um, I, I oh I will say I will say if we're out of it, Carson Wentz doesn't hit seventy percent playing time because right. I'm not giving up my number two pick. Second round. If I have a choice, a second round pick, I'm sorry, I said number two. Second round pick versus a third round pick. He's sitting the bench and and I'll have whoever. I'll I'll bring in Logan Thomas, former college quarterback, to finish out the season if I have to. I'm not giving up uh, a second round pick when I can give up a third round pick. And Wentz might not be on the team next year anyway with the new coaching staff. And our, our poor team will have a good high draft pick. So, yeah. Now that that's not what Ron's that's not what Ron's playing for because Ron's playing to to keep his job, you know. Even even at one and six, he's got to figure out what am I going to do. So Snyder and company thinks that I can get it right next year. Um, man, you know, yeah, whatever, whatever, man. Not, what about I mean, you? I mean, what, I mean, whatever it's you. I'm just, just whatever the situation because this is. And, and so, what changes is, would you make? Can you make other than quarterback? No, nah, that's the only. That's the only change I would make, and and I would make yeah. the I would make the change only because uh, you've already said it. I'm gonna I'm gonna try to keep Indianapolis, uh, keep Carson from getting reaching seventy percent of the snaps, and right. therefore protecting my second round pick. Let them get the let Indianapolis pick take the third and. And I'm gonna move on. I'm not. I refuse to put uh, uh, Sam Howell behind the offensive line unless unless the offensive line improves to show that they can gel together and get a little more cohesive and start playing better. I, I will not put Sam Howell behind uh, uh, that offensive line. I know a lot of people saying that they want to see what Howell is gonna give you before you go into the draft to see if you need a quarterback. But if you think this kid has got something, you do not ruin him by putting him behind a porous offensive line. You just don't do it. And so, well, he, yeah. so, so I would, I wouldn't do it. I would start Taylor Heineke, um, and and then I would move on from there. Uh, but I would not, I would not keep Carson Wentz in, into the game. And and I'm a car, you know, I've been a Carson Wentz guy, saying that he's not the, all of the issues on our team, but but I would do it to protect the second round draft pick. But in terms of next year, man, listen. <laughs> Brother, I, I'm I'm doing my best to keep this in perspective. That, hey, I'm just a fan, just want to root for the team. But it, but I get invested in it, and right now, I feel like we wasted a whole entire damn offseason, man. Because right now, we look no different than we looked the past three years. But we had some built-in excuses. The first year it was Ron fighting cancer, then it was COVID and all these things, and you and, know, and trying to rebuild, was, a, trying to rebuild from a from a bad team. Well, it was a bad. It was a bad team. He's changing the culture. You know, it was the situation with the quarterback between Alex Smith and then the Haskins, and then from Haskins, uh, we had uh, then, then uh, Ron Fitzpatrick 
uh, you know, unexpectedly goes out. I mean, so so there's been these built-in excuses. But right. this year, this year, th there's no excuse. Yeah. There's I, no I excuse. Lot, yeah, more, more than ever. I mean, again, everybody hears me gripe about Wentz, but Wentz is here. And let's just say Wentz ends up being a total failure. That's on Rivera Ron, Ron and Rivera. staff, right? The the play calling is on Ron Rivera. The defense and when everybody gripes about Del Rio is on Rivera. Um, and anytime I anytime you gripe about just about anybody on this team, this is you know ninety five percent of this team or more got here since Rivera's been here. Yes. So Ron um, built this. Ron built yeah. this. Right. Yeah, yeah, you got to yeah, answer. Yeah, you got to yeah. answer for it, Ron. Yeah, you, you only have, brother. yeah, you only have probably four players, maybe, maybe five players that are uh, pre-Ron Rivera, but, you know, and, and I will say, as a bright spot on this game, um, it was good to see, I think you kind of mentioned it, Montez Sweat must have come off of IR, <laughs> right? Where, where was he the first four weeks? He was, he was he was invisible, and all of a sudden, this is what we get this week, and maybe it was the matchup against... Um, Tennessee, I don't know, but oh, I'm sure they had a lot to do with it. But what we and then, saw, and then, from and, then, him, and, then and then his then his stupid ass decided he want to take his helmet off. He almost ruined yeah. what was a, what was a great play. He, I mean, yeah. he goes in here, he makes a play, the defense does something, and he takes his helmet off. He want to show everybody, like, well, man, you, do do this every week, dog. Do this every right. week, and then no one's questioning where the hell you been. I'm sure he saw on Twitter where everyone's wondering where he's at. Where's Waldo? Everybody want to know what Montez is. Then you take right. your helmet off. And if the ref had called that, it would have negated exactly what you just accomplished. Right. Yeah, and, being, and, a, being and, a fool. And, and, and it comes from him not experiencing that moment very much. Right? Gee, to be, man, to go, be real. Go sit down somewhere. Uh, but, yeah. Yeah, dude, I'm just – I'm just I'm, – I'm, um, I'm tired, brother. Tired. Yeah. yeah. Tired. And, 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 I don't, and I don't want built-in excuses of, of Chase Young – Maybe Chase, when he comes back, will be better. But Ron Rivera and staff, but they knew before they knew in the offseason, right? Before the draft, before free agency, they knew Chase Young was going to be out for the first at least four to six weeks. At least. So they they didn't prepare for it or put something in place. They let players go that could have been here. Um Again, it look, goes back look, to Ron. It goes back to Ron look, and the Chase, planning. Chase Young gonna come back team. to Chase Young come back to what? He'll come back to this mess. Shit, if Three I'm Chase, if I'm Chase, team, if, I'm, right. if I'm Chase Young, look, look, I'm just gonna go and sit this one out, Doc. Why bring him <laughs> back? What? Wait, bring him back to what? To one and sixteen? There's no what need is, to what, rush what him back, he, and nobody's gonna do that anyway. What is he gonna do? But what is Chase Young gonna do with a one and sixteen? I would have come back. Well, if we can if we can get more play like we did from Montez today, uh, and the defensive line overall, the defensive line overall played well today. If we can get this and add Chase back on it, now you start talking about a defense that man, come on, that that, that, that actually putting consistent pressure and creating some of the uh, mistakes yeah. potentially. I I thought to Tannehill's credit today. With all the pressure that he that he had, I thought for sure he would end up throwing at least one interception. But we, Washington was not able to get any turnovers today. And, and up until the last play of the game, 
Uh, Wentz did a good job uh, of protecting, and, and we didn't have any fumbles. So, you know, basically no turnovers the entire I'm, game. I'm, I'm going to say again, team. if I'm Chase Young, come back to what? He didn't think he's going to come back to this? Man, this is a mess. I understand. This is a mess. Why Why? why would – come back and – and Because and, and, you're and, a professional, Reg. Well, <laughs> I mean, man, if, 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 you're, if you're healthy and ready to play, you go play. Right. Okay, yeah, right. Man, I'm not – man, whatever. Uh, listen, they're all professionals, all of them. And this is what you put put out here on the field. This is what you got us doing. This is the play calling. I, I'm just waiting – at this point, I'm waiting for reports to start coming out that there's inner fighting. I'm waiting on it. Because you can't tell me that somebody that everybody is still happy about where this team is at. I I, I know they're not. No, I, I know they're not. It's a matter so of um, it's, it's coming. But but whether, whether, whether they're going to be calling the coaches out, whether the one player is going to be calling the other guy, I'm, it's coming. It's coming. Well, I, I and I think what from from the coach's perspective, I know I haven't seen this before from Scott Turner. But if anybody starts calling the offensive offense out at all from a coaching staff perspective, because we all know the offensive line needs to play better, right? You yep. don't need to call them out. But we all know that the play calling is garbage. Garter prop. Garter it is 100%. So don't start throwing stones if you're not ready for some stones to be thrown back at you. The old glass house type of, type of scenario. And yeah, this, was a, this was a must win, though. I said it. I said it on the last podcast. This game was a must win because if you win this game and you give yourself a chance to play Chicago, now you're at three and three. Right. This is a must win game. Right. And you can't tell me that that organization, those players, did not realize that this was kind of a must win game. You can't be a one dimensional Tennessee Titan team. I don't know how you expect to compete in this league with the rest of the teams. But but I digress. I digress. Yeah. Yeah. I, I got nothing else, man. Unless you got something else, um, you can just kind of tell the people what's coming up on the next one. Um, but I got yeah. nothing. Well, I think we're gonna do a um our, our next podcast, we're gonna do a preview of the uh Chicago Bears. Chicago Bears, and we're gonna have a special guest of Jen Leno on. Uh not only talk about uh, what she has going on as a a wife, the wife of uh, Charles Leno, but also she's grew up as a diehard, just like you and I are diehard Washington fans. She grew up as a diehard Chicago fan, and yep. she she still keeps very good contact. Uh, I'm sorry, keeps in keeps up with the team very closely. Obviously, she does with Washington also, and get her insight. I know she's gonna, you know, she's got a line that she's gonna have to. Make sure she doesn't cross when she when she talks about Washington, but just kind of give some insight of what she thinks going on with um, Chicago, and also talk about what it'll take for Washington to get a win up there in the Windy right. City. Right. So she'll be she'll be here. She'll be visiting, uh, previewing the Chicago Bears game uh, in the Washington against the Washington Commanders. Yeah. Yep. And uh, uh, talking about that, she's going back to Chicago. She's actually going to that game on Thursday night. So yep. our next podcast will come a little sooner than normal, uh, but tune in and be looking out for that. Um, if you're listening to us uh, uh, on audio only, again, we're on YouTube now. You can just Google us, 
Burgundy and Gold Knuckleheads podcast. You'll find our YouTube channel. Go ahead and like and subscribe it and share it. If you're already, if you're coming to us via YouTube, then please, by all means, follow us on Twitter. Uh, we got it scrolling around there at the bottom at the two knuckleheads. That's at DA, the number two knuckleheads. Interact with us. Give us your thoughts and opinions. Because right now, five weeks into the season, I feel like this is week 14. Yeah, it's been a I, long, I feel like this is week hard 14. five weeks. I mean, this yeah. is not where I thought this team would be, uh, you know, five weeks into this season, man. Oh, but, yeah. Like, like I started to say, I, I – you know, here I thought we would be. I predicted eight and nine. I, you know, are, are we are we going to make it to eight wins at this point? Do we do we have seven more? Do we have seven more? Um, oh God! I, I mean, I mean, I means at this point we basically have to pay play, uh, win half of our games the rest of the way to get to set to get to eight. I don't know that well, we got it in us. Well, my prediction is going going to hell. So I'm not even going to discuss. Yeah. It. Yeah, yeah. But anyway, so that's all we got, folks. Uh, stay tuned. Be on the lookout for our next one as we preview the Bears game and uh, with a special guest, Jen Leno. And uh, I guess until next time, peace out. Peace out, Knuckleheads. <laughs>